John 1 In the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am for he existed long before me. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another, for the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one, who is himself God, is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. This was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and temple assistants from Jerusalem to ask John, Who are you? He came right out and said, I am not the Messiah. Well then, who are you? they asked. Are you Elijah? No, he replied. Are you the prophet we are expecting? No. Then who are you? We need an answer for those who sent us. What do you have to say about yourself? John replied in the words of the prophet Isaiah, I am a voice shouting in the wilderness, clear the way for the Lord's coming. Then the Pharisees who had been sent asked him, if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet, what right do you have to baptize? John told them, I baptize with water. But right here in the crowd is someone you do not recognize. Though his ministry follows mine, I'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandal. This encounter took place in Bethany, an area east of the Jordan River, where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one I was talking about when I said, 
A man is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. I did not recognize him as the Messiah, but I have been baptizing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting upon him. I didn't know he was the one, but when God sent me to baptize with water, he told me, the one on whom you see the Spirit descend and rest is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this happen to Jesus, so I testify that he is the chosen one of God. The following day, John was again standing with two of his disciples. As Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, Look, there is the Lamb of God. When John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. Jesus looked around and saw them following. What do you want? he asked them. They replied, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come and see, he said. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon when they went with him to the place where he was staying, and they remained with him the rest of the day. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of these men who heard what John said and then followed Jesus. Andrew went to find his brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. Then Andrew brought Simon to meet Jesus. Looking intently at Simon, Jesus said, Your name is Simon, son of John, but you will be called Cephas, which means Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Come, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, Andrew and Peter's hometown. Philip went to look for Nathanael and told him, We have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth, exclaimed Nathanael. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Come and see for yourself, Philip replied. As they approached, Jesus said, Now here is a genuine son of Israel, a man of complete integrity. How do you know about me? Nathanael asked. Jesus replied, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. Then Nathanael exclaimed, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, the King of Israel. Jesus asked him, Do you believe this just because I told you I had seen you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. Then he said, I tell you the truth, you will all see heaven open and the angels of God going up and down on the Son of Man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth. The photo for today's show is from Cornelius, North Carolina. Cornelius is on Lake Norman. It has lots of shoreline. And it, in fact, Lake Norman is so huge, it's a man-made lake. 
I think it's got like over 500 miles of shoreline. It was actually created by Duke Energy. They dammed up the Catawba River back in the 50s or 60s and just filled that land. There are entire towns underneath Lake Norman, cemeteries. There's a mill down there, the Long Island Cotton Mill, and the whole village was around that mill and they are all submerged. I'm not sure exactly how deep down they are, but I guess if you've got scuba gear, that would make an interesting bit of exploration. And there's even an airplane down there. It was actually visible on Google Earth. I guess the sun was just in the right spot. It was lighting up the plane and yeah, it's there and it's not getting pulled up anytime soon. Actually, the fire department were doing practice dives and they noticed the plane with their sonar equipment. So there's just a lot of wacky stuff in that lake that we know about and who knows what else is down there. So I was walking the Carolina Thread Trail, which is hundreds of miles long, but it's not all connected. So it goes all around the Carolinas and it's just a really neat collection of places where you can walk, run, bike. Definitely a great place to take the dog and you're just out amongst nature. So it's fabulous. Now the bridge in the image is actually an entrance way to a neighborhood in Cornelius and we were walking on that Carolina thread trail in Cornelius and then over into Davidson which is a neighboring town that is fantastic in its own right. But that red bridge that takes you into the antiquity neighborhood just looked really awesome that day. As we were walking, we were just kind of going around a curve and I thought, I need to take a quick photo of this because the clouds were looking really nice. So there, this really neat looking bridge was in front of me the sky looking great and just lush greenery. And I just thought that would be a nice photo to share with you today. So if you ever find yourself in North Carolina, definitely check out Lake Norman and also maybe the Carolina Thread Trail. And you never know, our paths may cross there. So until next week, take care. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, visit ttlm.pictures.com.